0: guys gals welcome back to another episode of the football lab podcast as usual i'm here's Corey, and i'm joined by possibly the saddest man in america jared
1: yeah 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 i'm uh not thrilled i went back and listened to our last podcast and uh, we said some stuff uh, nice we said some stuff man yeah we did we did, and we, I'm we I'm here to tell you I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now I I ate that rat poison like it was chicken soup man I was just 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 right down the gullet and and I I mean, I've been
0: egging yawn all year You finally gave in and that was the result
1: <laughs> oh my god man I was ready to fight people <laughs> I had so many of my friends just like you told me Georgia was a lot like yeah well you and everyone else thought that as well I thought right. that. Media thought that. I mean, we we are better than Bama, uh, just not uh, not Saturday. We weren't, and I and I very, say that.
0: Statement. Um, uh,
1: we we've we've looked better than Bama all year, and I think I think
0: as a like a, a group of players, I do think they're better than Alabama.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too. But I think Georgia got flat out out coached. Well, I'll, I'll save it. Man, dude, a, Bama just wanted it more, man. They did. They wanted it more than we did. And they deserve it. They deserve everything they did. I was amazed nah, about sucked. what they did. I mean, you can feel that way. I had to sit there and take that.
0: Hey, dude, I took it for nine years straight. So, Well, don't cry to me. <laughs> you don't have to play them every year.
1: I, well, I, we've lost to him seven straight times.
0: Okay, once again, until you get to nine, I don't want to hear it. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> All right, so uh, no real chaos headlines this week. Um, everything kind of went how it was supposed to go, so nothing crazy there. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going <laughs> to hit some some more of the coaching news. Uh, OU hired Brent Venables away from Clemson. How do you, how do you feel about that hire? I, I don't know. I think it's a panic hire. I think it's a comfort hire. Let me rephrase that. They know was... Brent Venables. He's coached at OU before. It's a very comfortable hire.
1: I think Brent Venables is an amazing defensive coordinator. I mean, you can't deny what he's been able to do at Clemson. I don't know if he's a good fit for OU or not. Not with the team that they have. Well, uh, no, it's
0: going to be a rebuilding process for yeah. sure. Well, and that's one thing, too. I'm pretty sure he came out and said that he's not going to be calling the defense. Like he's going to hire a defensive coordinator, and he's going to be the head coach.
1: Okay, well,
0: so we'll see I see mean, how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah. He'll get involved sooner or later, I'm sure. I feel like um, I've heard thing. So here's say my question. Do all of his kids transfer and does Kirk Kirkstreet's son transfer? I I
1: don't know. I, I could see Brent Venable saying something to the effect of like you made a commitment to the school, you need to stay at this school. Um the, despite what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, and to be fair, he's a coach. This is not this is not crazy. He was a coordinator for what? 12 years. Oh, forever. Uh, I mean, at Clemson, he was a coordinator before that as well. So, I know you. Yeah. So, he's, <sighs> it's way past time for him to be a head coach. I just don't know if he's going to be cut out to do it. He's either going to come out and make, uh, Lincoln Riley look like a fool, or he is going to end up being a defensive coordinator three, three years from now.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're true. Um, that's true. Um, so apparently they're going after Ole Miss offensive coordinator Jeff Levy, who's also an OU alumni to be his offensive coordinator.
1: Uh I think that's a pretty smart hire in this part. I mean, I know LSU was trying to get him. Yeah, I mean I know Wayne Kiffin has a lot to do with those offenses, but I mean you have to think, like his offensive coordinators that are gonna come and go, they're gonna know a thing or two after being under that guy.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Notre Dame promotes defense coordinator Marcus Freeman, the head coach. Um,
1: I think this is a jury's going to be out until we see the results type hire. I don't think it's a bad hire. I don't know who else you could have got or would have got. And it's very traditional Notre Dame to hire from within, in a way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, just playing devil's advocate here. He's 35. He's only been a defense coordinator for a couple years. Yeah, uh, I've never been a head coach. So, I mean... I don't know. The yeah. people at Notre Dame know a lot more about Marcus Freeman than I do.
1: Yeah, that is true. Um, it's it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough go for him there at Notre Dame. Not a lot of success there until Brian Kelly arrived, to be honest.
0: Yeah, not for a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, for the most part, it, it seems like the majority of the coaches have stayed. Um, office coordinator. What's his name?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember. I know Brian Kelly, you know, He was a quarterback.
0: Out. Tommy Reese. Tommy yeah, Reese. He's yeah. staying, but he's also, like, 30. So,
1: Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier in the week, just how young <laughs> Notre Dame's staff's going to be. Well, I mean, a
0: lot of the positional coaches are older guys, and I think, like, the majority of those are staying, too, so that'll obviously be a big help. Um, it'll be continuity, like, continuity. Guys that have been coaching for a long time, guys that have been around Notre Dame for a long time, guys that they already have a relationship with, so it's good for them.
1: Yeah. Uh, This next one, I think, I don't think it's going to get enough press for how shitty of a move it is on all parts involved. Mario Cristobal just like up in the middle of the night leaves Oregon for Miami. Miami is just doing a full-blown coaching search while
0: not. Miami's refusing to fire their current head coach they... until they know for sure they're getting a new head coach.
1: Yeah, and they and that's exactly what they did. They they got Mario I mean, in. I don't really fired... feel bad
0: for Manny Diaz after what he pulled on Temple. But... Yeah.
1: But, I mean... But, also, like, I say that. It's just... It's the nature of the beast now because of and I think we both agree on this, I think it's all because of early signing period.
0: Oh, it's 100% what it is. I mean, that's it. the people want to rag on Brian Kelly for leaving a playoff team, he obviously, you know, no matter what he told the team, he didn't feel like he could win a national championship in Notre Dame. That's why it left. Because national signing day is on December 15th, he couldn't wait until December 20th. Well, I mean, realistically, they would have known after this weekend they weren't getting in, but still, like, it's just – this early signing date it puts a hard deadline and you have to not only meet that deadline, you gotta get ahead of that deadline. Yeah, and
1: then on top of that, you've got Brian Kelly going to the SEC. That's a that's a bold move, really. Um I
0: mean, he's he's literally willingly taking a job in the hardest conference at a school that has very high expectations.
1: Yeah. I mean and I guess this is I mean, he's sixty, so this is him saying like I'm either gonna do it or I'm not.
0: This is my this is my last chance of winning that championship pretty much. Yeah, um, So, yeah, the Cristobal situation is weird. Obviously, you know, that's home for him. Um, Miami's biggest booster is some attorney that is related to Cristobal through marriage. So, yeah. there's a lot going on. Miami's actually apparently like committed to putting money into the program, building a stadium on campus. Like, they're going all in. So, That's yep. good for Miami. That's yep. kind of been their issue for a while now. Is they just refuse? They refuse to put the money up to play with the big bullets.
1: Yeah. If they if they put the money up, they're gonna get the talent. It's Miami.
0: Yeah. If you put if you put a good stadium on Miami's campus, I mean, especially with Cristobal there, who's already proven to be an excellent recruiter, you you recreated the state of Miami.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be like the the Miami from the '80s and the '2000s. You'll just have like a much shinier version of that instead of like these, <laughs> like scary teams. <laughs> so I did up. see a
0: funny tweet. And I'm not sure if it's true or not, but apparently, uh, well, according to, allegedly, uh, Chris Ball had a big issue with the turnover chains, and he wanted Miami to get rid of them, and that was like the one thing keeping them from making the deal sooner. Are you serious? I don't know if I don't know if it's real or not, but just something to keep an eye on for next year. If they don't have the turnover chains, it might have been true.
1: <laughs> I mean. It's...
0: Miami sunk a ton of money into the shades. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! So I want to actually want to jump back up to Brett Venables real quick. Do you think this is the beginning of the end for Dabo?
1: Boy, it certainly appears that way, doesn't it? Um, well, I'll say this: he he has stated that he's willing to go back. On his refusal to use the transfer portal, he's gonna use it.
0: I mean, he has to, dude. They don't have
1: uh, a he, choice. He doesn't have a choice now because he's got more players leaving every year than he's bringing in. He's gonna have to. He's gonna yeah, have he's to gonna use it. Them. Um, he just just his whole demeanor and the things he said the past couple of years, it just doesn't seem like it's going in the right direction. It seems like they've had their peak and the good times are over. Which that's is crazy my to think
0: about. I mean, they were poised to be right there with, damn it, really. That's
1: and here's the only thing. team that's up there. Here, here's the thing: DJ struggled this year. There's no doubt about it. If they get a good offensive coordinator in there and a competent defensive coordinator, they'll be right back in the picture. Man, the ACC is replacing weak. two
0: coordinators in one year. It's tough.
1: It is tough. But I mean, they've got a solid defense. They're going to have a solid defense. They're Not just... all the
0: players leave. <laughs>
1: That's true. Um, I still think Clemson is a... I I would give them the benefit of the doubt just for how long they've been so good. But it does make you wonder. I mean, if he has another bad year next year, I would say that it's come off the rails.
0: And I don't know what you do with him. I agree with that. Um, Who do you think Oregon goes after?
1: Man, I don't know. Um, good
0: up.
1: I saw your picture. Of that he can't catch You for know why? Can he kind of sounds
0: like a duck. <laughs> quack quack, baby. Quack quack. <laughs> quack quack. Hey, Quackers. Hey,
1: go go ducks. You know. Go quacks. <laughs> go <quackets. laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I. I don't know about Luke Fickle, but I think Campbell. I think Campbell's probably got to be the lead candidate he's for that supposedly job.
0: He's turned down USC and Washington. Supposedly he's turned down both of them. Really? They're both significantly bigger raises than we're making right now.
1: Why did he stay?
0: I Supposedly he turned down like $7.5 million at USC. Allegedly.
1: They, they probably had a lot of stipulations where they gave everything to Riley. They probably was just telling him oh, how dude, it was going to be.
0: When they talk about rolling out the red carpet, they rolled out the red carpet for Lincoln Riley.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. They they gave him the royal treatment. But he better give them a national championship or he's going to get left on the tarmac.
0: I don't know, dude. I think he's just got to be... Just get into a playoff game. Like, a playoff game in the first, like, four years. And they're happy.
1: I mean, you're probably right.
0: They've been so bad for so long. I mean, outside of the boosters, I don't think anybody really cares, man.
1: Uh... Well, here's the one thing. You have... That part of the country may have the most money as far as football goes. I mean, because you got two pro teams. you got two professional basketball teams. you got, what, two or three colleges in and around. Got a
0: hockey team. You've
1: got, you got two hockey teams. And I have never seen a more fickle group of fans. They are so...
0: Dude, did you see the video from... The USC UCL, uh USC Cal game.
1: Yeah, it was an dude, empty. Dude, there is like stadium. maybe
0: ten thousand people there.
1: It was an empty maybe. stadium. It's embarrassing. Like if that's I
0: right,
1: if I were a fan of Georgia, I mean I am a fan of Georgia, but if I as a fan saw <laughs> that, speaking. <laughs> if I saw that that no one went to a game and we were at the SEC championship and ten thousand people showed up, I'd be
0: embarrassed. Well, that's not. Like it wasn't. It wasn't the Pac twelve championship. It was just, it was just a makeup game.
1: Oh, that was the makeup game. I thought, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, Oregon played Utah again, and yeah, I'm. Just, hate to
0: bring it to you, but five and seven USC and six and six Cal was not the Pac-12 championship.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was laser focused on Georgia getting uh, raped. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: can say it. It's uh, okay, you can say it. No, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'll tell you after. <laughs> uh, Akron hires Joe Moorhead so Oregon's also losing their offensive coordinator. Yeah, to, um,
1: to Akron, why?
0: See, I, I feel like he could have got a better job than Akron. Yeah. Maybe Akron, he just really maybe he knew Crystal Ball's leaving. He just wanted to get out of there. But yeah, I feel it makes like he could have got a better job.
1: It makes you wonder. I mean, he could have uh, he could have taken over his head coach, honestly. Potentially.
0: Uh, I don't know, man. I think with the way this coaching search has gone. You better go out and get a bigger name, Jeff Morehead.
1: Fair enough, but it's just why go to Akron? That's not even betting on yourself. Maybe
0: he knows the Mississippi State jump was too much, so he wants to go somewhere and like get some more reps as a head coach, and then I don't know, dude. Why does Dave Aranda not want to leave Baylor? Who knows? Some some dudes are just weird. Yeah,
1: Dave Dave Aranda is not human. Dude, Ten plays the inside the goal line
0: after the Big Twelve Championship. It's just fantastic,
1: dude. I know. I've never seen anyone. I guarantee you, he's a serial killer in his spare time. His <laughs> heart rate, his heart rate never got above. His racing yeah. heart
0: rate is five.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's just like ten plays inside the goal line.
0: They stop him on fourth down to win the Big Twelve championship game. and just like yeah, and everybody's going
1: nuts, and he's just ball sitting ball. there with his arms crossed, just like.
0: I love it. Dude. I love it. I hope he sees it forever. <laughs> Colorado State hires Jay Norvell. I'm assuming he is related to Mike Norvell.
1: Has to be right. That's such a good name. One would only
0: think. Uh, ULL hires uh, Michael. I'm not even going to pronounce. Like, try to pronounce that last name. Is that Desmo? Desmo?
1: Desermo? Desermo? Desermo.
0: I don't know. Probably. I mean, I'm from Louisiana. I've never seen that last name in my life. uh, Desmo. Uh, Troy hires John John Summerall Apparently was on their staff Like three years ago So good for them I guess his
1: uncle was Pat (laughs) I don't think it's spelled the same
0: I don't think it is either Uh, (laughs) TCU hires Sonny Dykes I think it's a good hire For TCU to be honest Yeah, I like it It's the opposite of what they had Uh, Yeah Well, it's the same What they had Just a different side of the ball Yeah, for sure Uh, SMU hires Brett Lashley he was the guy that was at Auburn under Gus, wasn't he? Uh,
1: I think he was. I re- I think I remi- I'm
0: pretty sure he was too.
1: I recognize the name
0: Lashley. Yeah, um, uh, I know he was. He was at Miami, I think, this year. Cool. Well, um I hate it. Tyler Van Dyke. He's actually
1: yeah. pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Georgia Southern hires Clay Helton. Surprising that Clay Helton found another head coaching job that quickly.
1: Uh, yeah, but Georgia Southern. I mean, not he's exactly. had a lot of,
0: he's had a lot of free time on his hands. He got yeah. fired early, so
1: not exactly the greatest job considering he went from USC to Georgia Southern. That's quite a step
0: down. Just like Joe Moorhead is going to get some more reps being a head coach. I guess. The practice makes perfect, Jerry. Mm -hmm. Um, In a non-head coach news, LSU wide receiver coach Mickey Joseph goes back to Nebraska. That's where he played college ball. He's. I mean, it's a, it's a decent size loss for LSU because he recruits New Orleans. And like we've alluded to before, recruiting in New Orleans is weird. Um, it's all about who you know. Yeah. But to me, the move kind of signifies that he may have not been brought back. Because, I mean, no one else on the coach's staff besides strength coach Tommy Moffat has actually been let go at this point. So.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of – I saw some LSU headlines about the strength coach getting let go. That, that didn't go. Stuff, over man, well. He's
0: been there. He was like Saban's first hire. He's been there forever. It's one of those ones like it's, it's a heartbreaker, but it was time. I guess so. Um, I mean, our offensive lines look pretty out of shape the last couple of years. had a lot of injuries. I mean,
1: yeah, I know all about that. Our, our strength conditioning coach needs to be
0: ran till he dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a bit of a shocker, Jaden Hazelwood, former five-star Oklahoma wide receiver, is transferring to Arkansas.
1: It's not so much that he transferred, it's where he transferred to that kind of caught me off guard.
0: You I know? did not see Arkansas coming, but I think it's a good fit.
1: Hey, yeah, he must love that pit boss, man. I mean, and you have to Dude, do Sam do that Pittman like, doing work, bro. Arkansas is, uh, they're definitely trending in the right direction under Sam Pittman.
0: It'll be interesting to see if he can hold on to his coordinators, because I think, I think. People are going to be to poach his coordinators. There's so much coach coaching movement. Someone's going to be like, you know what? I wouldn't mind Kendall Braille, Kendall Braille's call him offense.
1: Yeah, I think he probably gets one more year with them, but yeah, they're. Going I think
0: Odom's. I think Odom's for sure there because him and Odom, from what I understand, are actually pretty good friends. They are. I, they I are don't, don't tight. see. Those there, I don't see Brawl sticking around for too much longer.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's probably got a year at best. Uh, but they're I don't think he's start. got a year. I think
0: Brawl's going to be gone. After the bowl game.
1: You think so? Because that's where you're going to so see coaching
0: movement in two different patterns. After yeah, early right. signing day, there's going to be a lot of coaches that are going to make changes. That is, That's another crappy part about early signing day. Everybody waits until you get these kids to sign these letters of intent, and then the coaches leave. And there's just all this coaching shakeup. And then after the bowl game, obviously. Yeah. It's terrible, man. They got to fix early signing day. I am not a fan.
1: Yeah, I, I think... I don't know how you put it back in the bottle, but I feel like they need to do with, do Well, it so, bit.
0: the the tough part is... Yeah, because it's before the bowl games. It's before the bowl games, but after the conference championship games. So, you're forcing people to make decisions before the playoffs are set, before conference championships have been played. So, like, that messes up your coordinator timing. I mean, it's just... It sucks. And then you have the other one in, like, February, which is kind of pointless. It's for the kids that unfortunately get processed and don't have a scholarship and have to figure out some, something else out. So, I mean, I guess do you put it like New Year's? In between? Split the difference? Yeah. That seems about right. Because I mean, realistically, the only teams left playing at that time are your playoff teams or like your super high-level teams where they can probably, like the coordinator can probably leave and they'll be okay, you know? I don't know. They just—they got to do something better than what they have now. Yeah. Um, and news that I think a lot of people saw coming, Quinn Ewers is transferring from Ohio State. He's looking to head back to Texas somewhere. Yeah.
1: The the surprise to me is the very first place he went to visit is Texas Tech. Dude, I, I wouldn't
0: be shocked if he goes to Texas Tech.
1: I wouldn't either. And it sounds like there is a lot of hire. That fire coach there. that they
0: hired apparently really is a Texas legend if he's gonna get if he's gonna link Quinn here
1: I mean no doubt I mean yeah. yeah that's that's got a sting for OSU to lose him though
0: not really you still got two more years to see his drown
1: yeah I mean <laughs> essentially all he did and we've talked about this before he just went and cashed a check now he's gonna go back to Texas
0: dude he made like a million dollars I know he's just gonna come on home and sell more kombucha or whatever the hell he's
1: selling.
0: It's <laughs> um, some NFL news that has some college spice to it. Uh, Joe Brady got fired from the Panthers. Uh, how many message words at the same exact time all started the same message? Hired Joe Brady as your office coordinator.
1: I mean, probably several.
0: Everyone. Everyone yeah. who doesn't currently have an office coordinator.
1: Yeah. I mean, he didn't translate to the NFL. It's fine. Uh, he'll I will be...
0: I mean, the offense didn't play great this year, but I don't put all the blame on him, honestly. I mean,
1: yeah, what do you Sam got? Sam Darnold
0: and, and um, Cam Newton, quarterbacks. and Christian McCaffrey stays hurt.
1: Yeah, and what is? Didn't they cut Cam Newton already? Oh, did they? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about
0: that. I hope not. Um, I think him and Rule just didn't get along. Yeah, Rule, what... Rule kind of seems like he's a jerk.
1: Yeah, it's it seemed something to that nature. Um, yeah, he, he's gone, and so he's definitely he's out there. All right, let's get to this next one because I know you've been wanting to say it.
0: Uh Demone Clark got robbed of the Buckets Award. Uh N'Kobe Dean from Georgia won the award. DeMone Clark had better stats than him in pretty much every category by like yeah.
1: double. I, I I guess, I guess they gave it to. Uh, I mean, Nakobe Dean is a force. They gave it to the name. They, gave it the name of the team. They, I was gonna say they gave it to the leader of the best defense in the country is what they did because Demon Clark absolutely one man showed LSU's defense. It looks like he made
0: so many tackles. Like 135 yeah. total
1: tackles. Yeah, and Nakobe Dean had 64 or eight. Yeah, I mean it, it was just not, not even
0: the stats were not. Demon Clark had more solo tackles than Nakobe Dean had total tackles.
1: I think what probably won N'Kobe Dean the Buckets Award was he had a couple of interceptions. he, well, he had to pick several, six against
0: Florida, didn't
1: he? He had to pick six against Florida. Yeah. He had to pick against Auburn. He's had a bunch of strips, uh, strip sacks. He's he, He's got great plays. He just didn't have the numbers you think would go with it. So I feel like they just gave it to the best backer on the best defense, Yeah, not, sure. not the actual best defensive line. I mean, that's backer. usually what
0: happens with these postseason awards. Um, they, they're
1: getting worse, though. They're getting very much.
0: Uh, well, I think the issue we the issue is the same issue we've seen a couple of different times this year. Most people don't watch all the games.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, in that I mean, ha-
0: like I I have watched more college football in the past six months than I probably ever watched in my entire life. I'm right. I still, you. I still have like I still there's a bunch of games we cover every week that I didn't watch.
1: Well, it's impossible to watch all of them. I mean, you can just watch bits and pieces. We still have lives. I mean, we can't. We right. can't devote. Well, there's like
0: I, 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 can. There's only so much like mental capacity I can handle on a Saturday. To, like I can't watch twelve games at once. That's it's physically impossible
1: for me. Well, yeah, and, and you, yeah. There's no way to
0: do it. Um, but yeah, so the Heisman finals are set. Uh, we got Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Kenny Two Gloves, Pickett, Aiden Hutchinson. Um, CJ Sproud CJ Stroud should not be there.
1: No. Um Bryce Young's gonna win it after that performance against uh Georgia. There's just no other clear winner. Uh Aiden Hutchinson, I, I would say is a close second, but he's not gonna be there because he's a defensive player. That dude's yeah, a piece. Will
0: Anderson should be there. Yep. Kenneth Walker the third should be there. Yep. Um But yeah, Bryce Young's gonna win it. They've been wanting to give it to Bryce Young all year. Yeah. Uh, I'm su- I am I am kind of surprised that Matt Corral didn't make the Final Four. Yeah, the he should be, I
1: would think it. he should be there before CJ Stroud. I'm not even that high on Kenny Pickett, but he is good. I'll give him that.
0: I like Pickett for the memes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Kenny <laughs> Two Gloves.
0: Kenny uh, Two Gloves got a lot of play time this year on the pod.
1: You know who else wears Two Gloves?
0: Uh, what's his name? Matt Teddy Bridgewater. Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan.
1: Matt Ryan. My oh, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, Two Gloves.
1: I hope Atlanta goes and gets old Kenny two gloves. I
0: like him. Dude, he'd fit right in, man. I think he would. Just gotta teach him not to do the fake slide anymore. <laughs> Great play, but it's bad for the game. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Welcome to a very special edition. Of uh, Jared is very very sad, and Corey has an extra grind with the media.
1: Yeah, you, you can go ahead and put this very very pissed off too. This is just, I don't I, I don't know where to start. I mean. Georgia, we said this earlier in the podcast. Georgia was clearly the better team as far as the athletes they're putting out on the field. Kirby Smart got out coached flat out. I mean, I don't know what they were doing, but they didn't play the defense that they played all year, and they didn't play the defense that any of the teams that either beat Bama or gave Bama all the trouble in the world played. They just did something entirely different. I. I can just feel my blood pressure going through the roof right now. Stetson Bennett is a problem, especially when it comes to the big games. But I am of the belief that he is not – he was not the one to put the blame on for this loss. Our defense was the problem. We've had this elite lights out, multiple sacks, multiple interceptions, multiple turnovers every single game all year long. And Bryce Young had all day against a very suspect offensive line. We didn't send anybody. I mean, there were several plays you're watching, and we're playing contained from a quarterback who really doesn't run a whole lot. And then when he does run, there's no one there, and he scores a touchdown. Just just completely, just, (laughs) I don't know what we were doing. And then on top of that, we get halfway through the second quarter, the second quarter, and we look gassed. The defense just looked completely run through. Uh, we were starting guys that ha- I hadn't even seen play all year. One of them specifically, William Poole 3rd hadn't started a single game until Georgia Tech. And he didn't even start. He played the second half. He started against Bama. Explain that to me. This dude is a fifth-year senior, never started. He starts against Bam in the SEC championship game, and Kirby's response was that he's a a better true corner than anybody else on the team. He didn't play against Tennessee. I'm just baffled. And then on top of that, there was two or three other guys that didn't even play who were starters. Uh, We had no injury report listed on these guys. They just didn't play. Uh they pulled Chris Smith, they pulled Latavius Breeny, Um, didn't didn't play him. And it showed. Um, I, I I don't know I don't know if Kirby just gets scared when we play Bama. I don't know what it is. But we were a totally different team against Bama than we've been all year. And it was like very little effort. I mean, we we had guys just like quitting on plays. I've not seen it all year. And it was tough to watch. It was infuriating to watch. And I, I just don't see how you can't get up for that game. I mean, if I if I was a football player, then I would just be waiting to kill Bama. And it just seemed like the Georgia players weren't there. Um, The other part of it, I, I know I said I don't blame Stetson for the loss. He had a horrible pick six. But... I feel like even with JT Daniels in there, we probably still would have lost. But my point to the matter is, the dude didn't even go in. And Kirby, and oppressor today, says that they never even had the conversation about him going in. How do you not have that conversation? Like, what in the fuck are you guys doing? Like, you were on par to have one of the greatest teams to ever play, and you just walk out there and do that? I mean, you don't even consider your five-star QB who was a part – he was the number three QB. You want to know who he is behind? Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Number three was JT Daniels. And you don't even play the guy or give him a shot. And and on top of that, you haven't played him the last half of the season at all except to hand the ball off. I don't know what it is with Kirby in the QB position, but if he doesn't get it figured out and get it figured out quick, he's going to be – and some hot water. He is the greatest recruiter George has ever had, and one of the greatest recruiters to ever coach. He is a terrible coach. Some of the coaching decisions he makes is baffling. I am in no way qualified to second-guess this man, except that I have two eyes and I played high school football. I can tell you that the decisions he were making were terrible. I mean... <sighs> There, There is so much going through the rumor mills right now, talking about JT and Carson Beck both transferring out, and I don't blame them. But now you got stuff coming out about half the tight end room wanting to transfer, half the wide receiver room wanting to transfer. You've got Brock uh, Vandergriff, who is our five-star QB as a freshman, who saw the field exactly for five plays this entire season, is talking about transferring. He has exactly one game to get this figured out. And if he doesn't, all his hard work he could actually lose. And maybe I'm being way over dramatic, but this is just the way it goes. Mark Richt in the same amount of time was 61 and 17. Kirby is 64 and 15. <laughs> he is recruiting at such a higher level and achieving the exact same thing. So with all that said, we're Bama's bitch until proven otherwise. That performance was just inexcusable. They they have got to get it together. They have got to figure it out. And uh, I, I, I don't know if, if Kirby just knows something that the rest of us don't, but his interviews today was just like kind of real nonchalant. He was actually kind of happy, like in a good mood. So I hope he has something up his sleeves that we don't know nothing about because it sure looks like... We just put on the greatest defensive performance since like the 86 or 85 Oklahoma Sooners and then immediately go in and shit the bed. So, I I am not confident we can beat Michigan. And that is me just probably having too much PTSD, but this is just the way it goes. We look unbeatable and then do that. So, until they prove otherwise... Uh, I've kind of lost faith in this team in one game, and I'm kind of embarrassed to even say that. I feel like I should be a better fan than that, but they have proven to me time and time and time again that this is who they are, and it's hard to watch. So, that's all I got. You know, piss on that game Saturday. We're in the playoffs. Prove me wrong, or, you know, I'll just be glad to see offseason.
0: Uh... The gameplay was confusing, man. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Oh yeah, it was confusing yeah, for me teams too. Teams
0: give you the blueprint on how to beat Bama. Georgia runs none of it.
1: They don't even run their own defense. They don't run the defense that was laid out by yeah, other teams. They don't run their own.
0: We ran a defense strategy by Kirby.
1: We ran a defense we ain't ran all year.
0: Do y'all normally run that many D line stunts?
1: No, no.
0: Dude, that, that that blew my mind.
1: I mean, we run a good amount of stunts, but it's usually from the linebacker position. We did not. <laughs> y'all ran
0: bunch of defensive line stunts. And I'm sorry. that Like, they took too long to develop, and that's what gave Bryce Young all day to throw.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean...
0: You got to hit the Bama line. Like, you got to hit him in the mouth. And you got to go fast. Like, But
1: well, all you had to do was, I mean, LSU and Auburn was a perfect example. Y'all just straight up...
0: just blitzed the shit out of them. We just blitzed the shit out of
1: them. Hey, in the second half, the second half of that game, we were blitzing like crazy. And for a long stretch of that third and fourth quarter... The offense couldn't do anything. Yeah. And, the, and our offense let them have more points. Which is <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we You're found, not wrong. <laughs> we just found all the ways, all the ways to make Bama the clear favorite to win the national championship on a down <laughs> year for Bama.
0: Well, at the end of the day, y'all, it's hard to beat the same team twice. And y'all played as bad of a game as possible with terrible game planning. And they played the best game that they have. By far the best game they played all year. Well, um,
1: you, you are right, but I want one thing to be known. I want this Georgia team to go watch Oregon play Utah twice and get the exact same ass whooping twice. Because if Georgia doesn't figure it out, that's what's going to happen.
0: Well, Chris Ball had one foot out the door, so the second one you can't hold it against him. I don't mean yeah, I'm to
1: don't I'm make just pissed off.
0: <laughs> I know. So I asked, <clears throat> I put this in our group chat, but I, you didn't saw it. I don't know if you saw it, and you never replied to it. I'm going to ask you now, it's hypothetically, strictly hypothetically, if Cincinnati were to beat Bama and y'all beat Cincinnati to win the Natty, how would it feel to win the Natty but not have beaten Bama? Uh,
1: it's definitely going to cheapen it.
0: Is that an asterisk championship?
1: No, I mean, it's a championship, but as a Georgia fan... We're never going to exercise our demons if we don't beat Bama. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you haven't
0: it, beat LSU in a while either.
1: Well, I mean, we just don't play y'all as
0: much. Uh, what do you do? You usually lose. Corey. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, I, can I can help
1: myself. <laughs> You're not wrong.
0: <laughs> All right, dude. So I have an extra grind with media, bone to pick, whatever stupid cliche you want to use. I don't understand why everyone is piling on LSU and Brian Kelly. Don't get start started on the accent thing. I've lived around country people my entire life. He was not trying to fake an accent. He said one word incorrectly. But y'all been spending the last six years making fun of our head coach for the way he talked. Please come up with some new material. It's old. It's tired. I don't want to hear it anymore. You got Lincoln Riley stealing half the coach's staff and 20 players from Oklahoma and Miami conducting a search for a new head coach while they didn't stand, still hadn't even fired the old head coach. Like, where's the crap y'all giving all these teams? Um, I think mean, it's stupid. The media hates us. Um, it's conspiracy.
1: <laughs> I actually saw a uh, – I was, I was scrolling through Reddit while you were going through that. The AD from Oregon is furious because Miami didn't even give him a courtesy call. He found out. <laughs> he oh, yeah, found- I saw that. He found out like secondhand knowledge that crystal ball was leaving.
0: Yeah. Dude, that's uh Bob shit right there, Jared.
1: Yeah. Keep it moffy, uh bro. uh <laughs> Believe it or not, a bunch of Oregon fans top top uh, candidates for head coach are Joe Brady, Ed Ogeron, Fickle and Campbell.
0: Fickle is not gonna happen.
1: I'm no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, but, but Ed O'Trump being on that list is he's, wild. Joe,
0: Oregon and Orgeron are pretty freaking close, man. <laughs> uh cool. I mean he he's basically the same thing as Chris Ball, just a good recruiter can't like actually call either side of the ball himself. Hey, go go ducks. Go quackus. Go quackus. Uh, <laughs> that's all I wanted to say, man. It's just it's aggravating to watch. Like we had go out and hire the third winniest. Active coach in college football, and all people want to talk about is him saying a word stupid at a, at a basketball game, not even pressure. This is aggravating me. I,
1: I feel like if you're not one of a handful of teams, and I literally being like one of five, uh, the media just they love you till they don't. And unless you're one of those five teams, like Notre Dame, USC, Ohio State, uh, even Oklahoma to a degree, um, Bama, yeah, Miami. Like, you're
0: not one of the chosen few.
1: Yeah. If you're not one of those few schools, it doesn't matter who you are. They may talk about you in the sense of, like, why aren't you better? But they're never going to just crap on you. But the rest of them, they, they love them until they're bad, and then they just – I mean, like you were saying, third third quarter. Third quarter of the SEC championship game is 24-17. to 17.
0: I, I got on Twitter, and the first tweet I saw was Danny Connell saying – who is Georgia beat all year? And I was just like, oh, no. We're,
1: we're down.
0: Oh, no, please don't.
1: We're down one touchdown at that point. And it's just like, well, who is Georgia played? And it's like, Jesus Christ.
0: And Danny Cannell's taking out the tool. He um, is a tool. I had something else I was going to say, but I completely lost it. Oh, yeah, and I love how the media is, like, making Notre Dame into these media darling stuff. Like, come on. I want oh, not- said in an interview today, Notre Dame wouldn't have given him the head coaching job he'd already be in bad Rouge so <laughs> wow. I don't give me all that well all the staff staying you don't give me that crap
1: yeah he here's the other thing too like and Notre Dame is one of the chosen few they always love Notre Dame even when they're not good they love on them they've got a huge base I mean
0: <sighs> and they were great in like the 70s and 80s but it's not 70s and 80s anymore yeah, Talk about how much money you're willing to spend. You're gonna willing have- to spend a shit ton of money. Louisiana State University. Not yeah. on academics or anything, but we'll spend it on football.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit <laughs> last week. Like Notre Dame is handicapped by the fact of how hard it is to get in there and the standards they hold their players to. Yep. And, it's and there's a,
0: nothing to do in South Bend, Indiana.
1: Yeah, and you got to be Catholic, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, at least pretend. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so copy, conference championship game reviews. Um, Utah, that once again, beats the crap out of Oregon. Um, Mario Cristobal had one foot out the door.
1: Yeah, it looked like it too.
0: Um, the Roadrunners meet me. Beat yep. Western Kentucky, and they finish uh, 12-1. and um, Great season for the Roadrunners. Super happy for them.
1: Yeah, they Yeah, uh, it was a great season. It's fun to watch them be good. It's fun to watch them be the best Best team in Texas.
0: Sick. Texas State champs, man. Yeah. Um, Baylor beats Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship. Great win for Baylor.
1: Yep. Dave Aranda is ice cold. His, his... Stone
0: cold. Stone cold Dave Aranda. <laughs> he,
1: he has no emotion. Win this epic game and all he does is just stand there just stoic. Like a Native American chief.
0: <laughs> Dude, no doubt, man. Stone cold Dave Aranda. New nickname, love it. Uh, Northern Illinois beats Kent State. Uh, I saw highlights of this one because it was on. It was the only thing on during one of the other games, but I didn't really watch any of it.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Um, another game we didn't. Neither of us really watched. Utah State beats the crap out of San Diego State University.
1: Yeah, just skull drug them.
0: That was pretty surprising. Um, ULL beat DePauw State. Another game I didn't really watch. Uh, good for Bill and Napier, I guess.
1: Yeah, got one last win before going to Florida.
0: Um, Cincinnati beats Houston. Houston kept it close, and they tried to make a comeback at the end, but Cincinnati just scores more than they did, really.
1: Yeah, the Cincy Houston game felt a lot like the Bama UGA game. Uh, it, you know, Houston was in striking distance the whole time until they weren't right, right. there at the end. Uh, Georgia was a little bit sooner. It was it was over with. Kirby decided it was seven minutes left to go in the game. You know, fourth and ten is doable, but fourth and fifteen? No, we're not doing that.
0: Not not gonna risk it. Not gonna risk it, dude. Just absolutely. I I don't know what else to say about the Bama UGA game, man. I mean, that was just like I've been there before because there's been so many times like I've convinced myself that LSU is gonna beat Bama, and then they just do that to you. Yeah, uh, it's tough, man. I've been there. I know how it feels.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I yeah, I don't, I don't have any more to say about it. It was <laughs> a great game for Bama. Uh, Georgia, Georgia, better figure it out. They're going to lose to Michigan because Michigan beat Iowa forty-two to three.
0: I mean, Iowa has no offense. No, and Michigan really just half of Michigan's points came on like three big plays um
1: yeah but still like georgia georgia just michigan versus
0: georgia is gonna be fun i think it's gonna be a i think it's gonna be an entertaining game because it's the, two very similar teams
1: the over under is forty-two and a half. that might be too high. <laughs> it's gonna be a rock fight
0: <laughs> it's be, yeah. this is really gonna be two drop couples in an alley with glass bottles
1: yeah and the winner of that's got to go play bama more than likely i just don't see how bama loses to cincy but I've said uh, that I've said those words before. I don't see how someone loses to this other team. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's been lots lock of the year, locks of the centuries this year that we've been dead wrong on.
1: Yeah, Ohio State, Michigan, Bama, Georgia. Uh,
0: Michigan State being terrible.
1: Michigan State being dead last in the big, 20, <laughs> big ten.
0: Uh dude, after all is said and done, Jared, it was pitch year.
1: It was Pitts Year, man. It was Pitt's year, man. It was Pitts year. Give it up to old Kenny two gloves.
0: Oh, dude, that was a I, that was a fun game. I watched I watched a lot of that one too. Um,
1: Get give credit to Pitt's defense because Wake Forest scored a historic low for their season of twenty one points.
0: His defensive line pretty good. I know that. Yeah, um, they balled yeah. out. Yeah, dude, great great win for Pitt.
1: And nice then the to most see, like
0: a non Clemson ACC champion.
1: It was. It was actually nice to see Clemson not playing it at all. Yeah. Um, uh, and
0: then the most embarrassing saddest game. The, the saddest game of the season. Yeah. USC versus Cal. Cal went 24 to 14.
1: All time low point for USC right there. It there was literally basketball. serious.
0: Like, I would love to see the head count that was actually at that game by like <laughs> halfway through the third quarter.
1: Is over under 10,000. Well, I, dude,
0: I guess actually, if you're one of the few people that showed up to that game, you probably stayed for the whole game.
1: Yeah, you was not. You're going
0: to fight traffic. Yeah, really? Any worse than it normally is in Los Angeles?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, so under-achiever, overachievers, underachievers, Chicago Championship. Uh, overachievers, Baylor. Baylor, they look great. Uh, Cincinnati for locking it up, getting themselves into the playoffs. Utah State for beating the crap out of San Diego State. Uh, underachievers, unfortunately, I got to put the Bulldogs in here. Um, Oklahoma State, I mean, they just couldn't stop turning the ball over. And then Pac 12 fans, good lord, more people should have gone to the Cal USC game.
1: Yeah, you guys should be embarrassed. <laughs> you you got to support your team better than that. I mean, even in a bad year. I mean, I went to the Georgia-Georgia Tech game, and there were more people that showed up for Georgia Tech than showed up for either team at the Pac-12. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was rough to watch. My overachievers are uh, Bama, because they you know, beat the shit out of Georgia, uh, Utah for crushing Oregon, and Michigan for crushing Iowa. Just great games for all three of those teams. Uh, my underachievers are just uh, UGA, Kirby Smart, and Dan Lanning. Uh, just go ahead and just put all three of them out there. Um, (laughs) There was a – halfway through the game, there was a leak report that Dan Lanning was the next head coach of Oklahoma. Saw that. (laughs) Uh, We joked about it afterwards that he was the head coach until he put out that performance, and they are like, nah, we'll go with Venables. (laughs) (laughs) Which I know the players are on the field, but, I mean, the coaching – like, the actual play calling and scheme that they used on defense was... The
0: defensive game planning was, was not good. I don't... Uh,
1: I I just don't know what they were thinking. I mean, it was so bad, it makes you wonder. The collusion theories that people are coming out with, it makes you wonder. I'm not going there, but... Uh. So with that, I'm just going to roll into my hot takes. Uh, If Georgia starts Stetson-Bennett at QB, they're going to lose to Michigan. Um, The Stetson-Bennett experiment is done. The big games, you're going to have to have big players make big plays. I wanted Stetson Stetson to beat Bama, but he's just not the guy to do it, Um, especially when we get behind. If we get behind, it's over. Um... Speaking of Bama, uh, I'm going to say that they're going to struggle against Cincy. Uh, That's my other hot take. I I think they still beat them, though. Um, I think Georgia's going to clinch the number one recruiting class while also losing several, several players in the portal, specifically in the QB room, just because of how the end of this season has gone. The script has flipped so hard because of the way that SEC championship game went down. And if Georgia loses first round of the playoffs, it's only going to get worse and that's my hot take. So go for it.
0: Yeah. I've still got UGA winning the nanny. Um, I know you, you're very down on the dogs right now. I think they can figure it out. I think they can win. Um, and I also picked them at the beginning of the year. So I'd be an idiot to change my pick now. Um, so I'm, I'm dogs for life <laughs> or at least for this year. <laughs> uh, I also agree. I think Cincinnati makes Bama sweat it a little bit. I think Bama gets off to a slow start. Um, but I do think Bam is so funny. And yeah. then my last one, this is more of a projection than really anything. I think LG snags a couple of surprise commits sure. on or the day.
1: Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of surprise. There's been signs. so
0: much movement and so much uncertainty. I think like I just think 2021 is just going to keep on rolling here. The yeah. craziest season of all time. Just going to keep just keep trucking. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we're not going to really get into the picks for this. Oh, so if anyone listening to this has one of our cell phone numbers, we're doing a ball pick them. You want in, we'll get you in.
1: Yeah. Um, just text us. We're just, just doing a ball. Let one all. of us know.
0: Uh, oh, and for the record, I finished 90 overall for uh, the regular season pick So I am the smartest man alive. Just didn't want anybody to forget.
1: That is wildly impressive.
0: Well, you no. Know, I was only like 10 games off first play. Um, which seems like a lot. But it's really
1: not. I mean, I guess I guess it is a lot, but I mean, it's still pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. All right, so we're gonna roll through some bowl games real quick. We're not actually gonna like pick any of these. Just some interesting matchups. I saw. Well, we got Army versus Navy this weekend. Um, yeah, always, always a great game. Hopefully it's snowing. It's always great when it's snowing. Yep. Um. So some of the ones I saw Independence Bowl number thirteen BYU is playing eight and four UAB.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting interesting game. I picked BYU just cuz they're all 40. That's
0: <laughs> old man strength. <laughs> um <laughs> Battle of the Two Cinderellas, not named Cincinnati, uh UTSA and San Diego State are going to face off. That's that's going to be an entertaining game. San Diego State, the, State. Where are they playing? State. They're playing in the Frisco Bowl. Yeah. Uh,
1: not an actual betting line, but uh I think it's like 80% of the country has picked San Diego State over No, that's UTSA. like it's
0: right now. Was it? Maybe it changed. Yeah, it's 53-47. I've got to pull it up. Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah. Um, In a game that UCF fans should be very excited about, UCF versus Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl.
1: <laughs> Gasparilla? What the hell is a Gasparilla?
0: Dude, I couldn't tell you, man. Couldn't tell you. You can give me a, say I'll give you a million dollars if someone like doesn't when to get it right.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I'm going to pick UCF in that one.
0: Yeah, I hate Georgia stuff. So. You hate Georgia. FU. I mean F four, I mean four. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> this that makes up for the time you called L Shoot Louisville. Um Houston and versus Auburn. Dude, I'm done with the cubes man.
1: I actually picked Houston as well.
0: Uh Clemson versus Iowa State in a battle of teams that have like no
1: offense. Yeah, I picked Iowa State.
0: Uh, I guess Venable's not coaching the bowl game.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's out as far as I understand.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I guess I'm going to go with Iowa State. I don't know. I don't feel good about that. Yeah. I'm not going to make that pick yet. Oregon versus Oklahoma in the Jilted Lovers Bowl.
1: <laughs> Such a great name. I'm going to go Oklahoma just for the talent aspect, but both teams are probably going to play horribly. Who's coaching Oregon? I don't know.
0: I don't Morehead's know. Oregon's gone. Christobal's gone. Who's the defense Who's the defensive coordinator? Is it 5-5 five, five, uh, offensive line coach Alex Miller, uh, Mirabelli? <laughs> Possibly. Adam? Is it Adam? It's Adam. Um, <laughs> uh, The Battle of the Carolinas, uh, UNC is going to play South Carolina.
1: UNC is going to win this game.
0: In the Dukes-Mayo Bowl.
1: Yep. Great. Uh, If I remember correctly, I think um, Shane Beamer said he would take a – was it Shane Beamer said that or Mac Brown said that? One of, them, one of them said if they won the Dukes-Mayo Bowl that they would take a mayo bath. Probably f-
0: Mac. That seems like something Mac would do.
1: Okay, well, he's probably going to have to honor that then.
0: Uh, the Peach Bowl is Pittsburgh, Michigan State. How many yards is uh, Kenny throwing for?
1: <sighs> All Pro- he's going to throw for a lot of yards. I think Pitt's going to win this and You should one.
0: get to that game. That's in Georgia.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean,
0: it'll be... can't imagine it takes to be too expensive.
1: Probably not. I mean, how many...
0: I know, dude. It might be crazy this year because nobody could travel last year. Yeah, that's true, too.
1: Nothing nothing like a bunch of damn Yankees coming down here and ruining your southern hospitality.
0: I bet the people from Pitt be pretty fun. Michigan State, too, because they're not Michigan, so they're not stuck up. I don't know what just happened. Those seem be. like two fan bases that would be pretty fun to party with. <laughs> just outside looking in.
1: I've just got so much piss and vinegar in me right now.
0: I know, dude. It's tough. I get it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to get uh, over it.
1: I got to get over it.
0: Wake, wake Forest versus Texas a and I can see you Wake Forest winning the game pretty I easy. was
1: I was half tempted. to. to I've got Texas A&M. I'm I Wake Forest, dude. I may flip that to Wake Forest. Uh,
0: I'm also going to take Pitt in the Peach Bowl.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to take Pitt as well.
0: Uh, Penn State versus Arkansas.
1: I'm going to take Arkansas.
0: I'm gonna take Arkansas as well. I think Penn State might pull it out, though.
1: I think it's gonna be a great game.
0: I think it's gonna be a very entertaining game. Uh, Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame, two teams that feel like they should have been in the playoff. I'm gonna pick Oklahoma State. They shouldn't yeah. lost.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna pick Oklahoma State.
0: I'm gonna pick Notre Dame because do you think they're gonna be fired up? And honestly, dude, until Spencer Sanders can stop turning the ball over, I'm not picking Oklahoma State. That's fair. Like, that dude the- is a walking turnover. He's like Sam Howe.
1: He, he turns it over a lot.
0: Um, iowa versus Kentucky. I pick uh, Kentucky on this. I pick Kentucky as well. I don't know why people... people iowa getting got heavy favorite right now. That makes no sense.
1: Yeah, it doesn't... Uh, iowa doesn't have an offense, and Kentucky is going to... They've got a pretty good defense. Uh, um, Kentucky's got a decent offense, though.
0: So. Kentucky's got a much better offense than Iowa does. Yeah. And the defenses are... I mean, any defense playing the Iowa offense is going to look better by default, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Utah versus Ohio State, dude. I'm taking the Utes, man. Are you? I'm gonna take Ohio State. I'm taking the Utes, bro. I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like they're legit. Yeah. Uh, Baylor versus Ole Miss, man. This is a t- this is a tough one. Yeah. I, is is Matt Corral I'm, gonna play? Him he said be, he he play. said
1: He's he was. Matt He's, Corral's
0: gonna play.
1: Uh, I'm gonna take Old Miss if Matt I'll Corral take it plays. I'm taking Baylor. Um,
0: I'll
1: take it Baylor. But, I mean, that's gonna be a fun game to watch either way.
0: Uh, LSU versus Kansas State. I picked LSU. Um, I'm, I'm picking LSU out of principle, but yeah, I can't. I don't know a so, whole lot about Kansas State.
1: I know enough to pick LSU, so. Uh,
0: we talked about Bama versus Cincy a little bit. Um, so you're you're really worried about Michigan?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm picking Bama to win. I, I'm picking Georgia to win just because, but. Yeah, I am. I, I'm wondering, is this team going to respond or, or is this the, the the beginning of the end?
0: <laughs> you no, know, dude, I'm taking Cincinnati over Oklahoma. I changed my mind. Because like Dell She one, if they somehow pull it off, I want to say I was right.
1: Yeah. So this is what two? I did when
0: Anderson Silva went on his long undefeated streak in UFC. I used to pick against him every single fight. And then finally he lost. And I was like, look, look how smart I am. He probably, <laughs> I called it. He, I knew he was going to lose. Didn't tell anybody else that I had never, like, every other fight I picked as well. If you keep betting it, sooner or later you're going to be right. Yeah. It's just statistics.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, eventually you will get the right side of the coin.
0: Dude, every squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, Jerry.
1: That's, that's a saying I love to say.
0: <laughs> um. All right, dude, anything else you want to add? I know you're uh, down the dumps, man. Uh, yeah, just I'll be fine. Thing. Think about the rest of 2021. Just forget the SC Championship game. Think about everything else. Because think about it. If you forget the SC Championship game, your season ends with Oklahoma State Baylor.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, 2021 as a whole was one of the greatest seasons I've ever...
0: The greatest.
1: I mean, yeah, it probably was the greatest. And we started this podcast, so I was super involved in all the games. It was a ton of fun to watch. I mean, I'm I'm pissed off about Georgia, but Georgia had one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen. It's one of the best Georgia teams I've ever seen. I don't know what happened Saturday, but with all that being said, I mean it was a truly special year for Georgia, and I can't I can't knock them for that. I, it, it's been a special year, any which way you cut it, and I'm still looking forward to the rest of the bowl games and the playoffs. And you know. It just makes me already long for next season.
0: I think like should have just done what LSU did: get your loss out the way early, so your playoff hopes were over, and just enjoy the shit show that was the rest of the season. Oh, uh, I like, thought we were... would kill my soul if LSU was like six and six every year. But at least I wouldn't have the heartbreak of like getting to November, like the first weekend in November, and us in Alabama be undefeated and we just lose again.
1: I just feel like Georgia did what georgia does it's just such a georgia thing to do
0: it was dude i'm telling you that hype video you sent where it had the braves footage to lead it off i was like dude that's bad juju right there man that is you're you're tempting the gods
1: yeah well it happened
0: Uh. all right dude random topic time um in honor of georgia's collapse what's the most heartbreaking loss that you've ever watched
1: 2017 national championship. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have to think about it. Second, if he makes you feel better,
0: mine's the 2011 national championship. Yeah,
1: yeah, but you didn't have second 26.
0: Yeah, Jerry, we didn't cross the 50 until halfway through the third quarter. Well, at least you knew. At least you I, knew. I, guess I, fa- I, I found out. I man. found
1: out on the last play of the game.
0: <laughs> Who wins that game under the new overtime
1: rules? Uh, I would say Georgia wins that game on the new
0: overtime rules, but, I mean. You think that? I do. Rat poison, Jared.
1: I will never, as long as I
0: live. Can we talk about how unsettling it is to watch a 70-year-old man say the word yummy?
1: uh, It is odd. It's such a weird. I mean, it was just like watching a little kid, but he's old as shit. Just saying, yummy, (laughs) yummy rat poison. (laughs)
0: All right, what were you going to say?
1: Oh, as long as I live, I will never, ever, 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 ever believe Georgia is going to win a big game until they do. I feel you, bro. <laughs> uh, I, I've never learned my lesson either, so I'm going to believe next year. <laughs> no
0: doubt, no, dude. Hey, dude, I'll be I'll be right there with you, man. I'll be saying week one, I'm pretty sure we're going to win that championship. Uh, yeah. if, if you had to eat a crayon, which color would you pick? Hmm. I don't know. Probably like cyan. <laughs> what? Well, here's my thing. Are we picking? Are we picking out of the really big box of crayons? Because I'm pretty sure there's one in there called mac and cheese. At least at the end of the day, I can tell myself it's mac and cheese.
1: I mean, I'm sure there is. But if we're just so.
0: talking about the regular small box. Probably like red. I guess. I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I, just I, was... I bite
0: into it thinking it's just gonna taste like three punch.
1: I was thinking purple, just hoping it tastes like
0: grapes. <laughs> some of that purple drink, dude? I want some of that purple drink. <clears throat> Alright, uh if you could play one instrument, what would it be? A guitar. Yeah? Yeah. I play uh piano. It's classic.
1: Yeah, I mean it is interesting what you can do with a piano.
0: Yeah. You know, um that's really all I got for this week. You got anything else, man? Uh, Outside of another ten minute Georgia rant,
1: yeah. No, I've said my piece. I've, I've, have
0: Oh, I've let's me. let's hash this out right now. How are we gonna do the next couple of episodes?
1: Um, let's
0: let people behind the scenes.
1: Well, early signing periods next week.
0: The first uh, games are on like the eighteenth, seventeenth.
1: I think we should probably wait until we, we could get do. Old. We
0: could do like an early signing day, and then cover the couple of first weekend games. That'd be like a short episode. This yeah, is, I mean, these aren't great games. I'm not gonna lie. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, if we recorded on the twentieth, well, that doesn't matter. There's games on the twentieth and the twenty-first, and the twenty-first, and the twenty-second. Um, well, that'd be good. We could do like an early of day, and then there's a ton of games to pick that we didn't pick yet. So we can do a bunch of those. And then, I guess. And there's a ton of games now, Then, And then if we just want to record on, like. Dude, there's not a good next time to record. There's a game going on, but. Well, I guess on the 19th, which is a Sunday. I uh, know yeah. you don't want to record on Sunday.
1: Why don't we, uh. Let's see.
0: It's the fifteenth is early signing day, so if we want to do it then we need to do it on that day.
1: Why don't we just why don't we just do it on the twentieth and then we can talk about the upcoming good bowl games, the bowl games that have happened in early sign and day. So we'll just skip a week and then do the twentieth.
0: Okay. And then That's we fine.
1: can we can kinda talk about some of these upcoming bowl games, what we've seen thus far, and then we can
0: do early it. signing day. Yeah, we get right, the twenty so and then
1: turn around and do the twenty seventh. Don't record it
0: next week, record the twentieth. Yeah.
1: I think that's probably what we should do. Alright. Alright. Well, uh, do you wanna do this uh Sumlin versus Jimbo thing real quick?
0: No, I wanna save it. Um I wanna save it for an episode where we don't have an hour's worth of content. And we're okay. exactly at an
1: Well that'll that we're probably good. be the next one we do then.
0: Uh or maybe like the one right before the national championship. I don't know.
1: We'll Either figure one. it
0: out. We'll do it at some point. This may be like an off season topic. Um. All right, well, that's gonna be it for this week's episode. Um. Adam short. Uh. Go Tigers.
1: Yeah. Go dogs. Uh. Until next time, boys. We'll see you then.
0: Are we playing Halo? Uh.
1: That's probably cool. not. Pro-